Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having. Do that alongside the Sunday series of The Purpose Podcast, where I try to help young men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, Most of the time, uh, well, I guess most of the time, I try to do that by uh, talking to guests. The intention is for most of that time to be uh, talking to guests, but uh, it's hard out here for us podcasters, uh, as I like to say, the Amarillo uh, cottage podcast industry. Uh, but yeah, the goal is to help young men uh, build better marriages, help uh, build families, and help young men find their purpose and, and go out and fulfill that. I believe in a higher sense of purpose, uh, believe in the Christian purpose. Um, so that's my goal. Uh, today we have a one flesh episode. It's going to be a short solo episode. Um, these are getting, uh, getting fun to do, uh, these, these short solo episodes, uh, quick hitters as I like to call them. But, uh, as you may notice, it is Valentine's day. So you may not be listening to this until uh, Thursday. So it will have not been Valentine's day when you're listening to it, but, um, it is currently Valentine's day and I am glad I actually waited for this episode because, um, I thought I was going to record on Tuesday so that I would have Valentine's day free, uh, to hang out with D Ellen. Uh, but she actually had some things to do and Tuesday was uh, a rough night. Um, not for any particular reason, just time wise, uh, CrossFit and, and whatnot. So, uh, I had a business meeting, um, that evening. So it was, uh, it was, it was a rougher, uh, rougher evening. So I ended up not being able to record Tuesday. But uh, today, I'm glad I waited, and I waited because Valentine's Day brought up uh, a topic. Um, First, before I get into that topic, uh, basically I'm going to articulate why I think Valentine's Day is actually actually important, and there's going to be some discussion inside of that. Um, I've I've seen some comments today that uh, make me laugh, make me laugh, and we're going to talk about those. Uh, First, baby update, everything is going really well. Um, I don't think I have anything to really update anybody on. Um, I did say that I would be, uh, very honest with how I was feeling throughout the process. I've said in the past that a lot of people have told me that it's going to be, you know, absolute, you know, of course it's going to be life changing, but a lot of people told me like how hard it's going to hit me and uh, how much it's absolutely going to suck and how much the lack of sleep and yada, yada, yada. And you know, some people are like, oh, yeah, you're in denial. You just think your life's not going to change. Or uh, some people have said, you know, um, yeah, it'll hit you eventually. Like they, they act like I don't understand that I'm having a child, <laughs> um, which is funny. I mean, it is what it is. And a lot of guys, it really does hit them like a ton of bricks. And it might hit me. Um, but I've always told you that I'll be honest with you. Um, and I really will. I'll, I'll tell you the truth about how I'm feeling. And if you don't believe that truth, well, then cope, I guess. Uh, but I do promise to, at the very least, tell you the truth. And I will say to give them some credit, uh, it's coming in small waves. You know, I'd like to, maybe I'm giving myself a little bit too much credit and maybe I have in the past, but I'm a pretty forward thinker. Uh, I think a lot about the things that are going to happen in the future, um, especially if they pertain to me. So, um, I've thought a lot about this child. I've thought a lot about what my life as a father is going to look like. Um, been thinking about it for 
many, many years. Um, I was probably a little bit ahead of the game thinking about it. Uh, same thing with marriage. So it was, it was kind of the same thing with marriage where everybody was like, yeah, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be way different. And oh yeah, just wait until you, I, I do remember the people that are like, oh, wait until you get to two years. And you know, my wife and I are almost at three and we didn't even realize it. Um, and you know, we, we had lived together beforehand and, and of course the, the people that didn't live together are going to be like, oh, you know, that's an excuse or, uh, the, the same people would tell us like, oh yeah, but marriage is different. Marriage is different. Just wait. Um, but, uh, no, it was the same thing with marriage. Like it really wasn't that, I mean, it was a big deal, but it wasn't, you know, it, it was a big deal, but we had thought about it forever. Um, did it hit me a little bit? Eh, kind of not really. Um, Kind of not really. And you know, you know that feeling like people have had that feeling before, like, dang, this is really mine. Um, or when it, when it kind of becomes part of your identity, when something new becomes part of your identity, uh, it is a different feeling. You know, I always used to think about like vehicles, um, like, you know, when you get this new vehicle and you've had it for a while, uh, and finally you're like, you know, like, this is my car, you know, like, or this is my truck. Um, I've had a couple of those. I've had some that I never felt like it was my truck. It was never a part of my identity, uh, mostly because I was an ungrateful teenager probably. Um, but I've had a couple, honestly, two vehicles that where I'm like, this is, this is actually like my truck. Like this is part of my identity. Like that kind of realization that, uh, this truck is for all the people that know me and for even myself is like part of my image. Um, it's same way with like the house you know, now finally it feels like it's, it's our house and we've been in it for three years. Um, so, and now it's, it's finally starting to feel like our house and, and one day that just kind of hits you a little bit. Um, but I think if you're forward thinking, it doesn't hit you quite as hard, you know, um, that, that sense of identity is a little bit different than just the sense of reality of the situation, but it was the same thing with marriage, you know, um, there was no just huge, like, Oh my gosh, I'm married now. It was like, I've been thinking about this for like three years, bro. Like it, not that big of a deal. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. Maybe I'm not different. Maybe it's the same as everybody else. Uh, maybe once the kid, you know, gets here, it'll just be a huge, you know, it'll, it'll be, it'll be wild. I'm sure. Um, but I always told you, I would be honest with you. And it's kind of come in waves. Like to be, to be real, you know, I'll think about a situation and I'll think about what that situation is going to be like with the kid. And that's kind of like a little wave of reality. And then I'll think about another situation and I'll think about what that's going to be like with a kid. Another little wave of reality. Um, I will say, to be honest with you, because I told you that I would, it is really kind of starting to set in that my, my social scene is going to look a lot different and it, it feels kind of weird and gay to even call it social scene. But um, the social scene is going to, is going to change quite a bit. And that's probably been the hardest hit for me. It's still not too big of a deal because honestly, it it gets kind of exhausting to to a certain extent. I never believed this, but um, when you hear people say that, yeah, eventually once you hit thirty or whatever, like the social scene just it, it gets so exhausting. Like having friends over all the time and you know just dinners and stuff like that. Eventually, you just want something different. Uh, I've never truly believed that, and I still don't subscribe to a lot of that. Like we're going to still have friends over. That's just the type of people that we are. We love hosting. We love going to other people's houses. We love doing dinner with people. We love having conversations with people. Um, 
and yeah we'll be tired and it's going to be a different world and it probably won't be nearly as often um as what it was but i guarantee you it's definitely not going to stop and if it even makes it down to as low as once a month that we have dinner with somebody or you know whatever i doubt it i bet it'll still honestly i i don't i don't think it'll be more just because there will be more sickness and it, it will be tougher to cook and host and all of that stuff um but definitely until the baby's probably like in school um and you know school events and stuff like that i bet it'll still probably be once a week especially with family i bet we'll still find somebody once a week that wants to come bring dinner or we'll cook or something like that um i bet it'll still be it'll still be pretty legit but it is kind of different the fact that we can't just like up and up and go to dinner i mean we can but we can't you know like when you've got the kid you can but you can't um, I can't just call DL in at three o'clock and say, Hey, you know, we're hosting. Um, you can, but you can't, uh, her being at home will help a little bit with that. Uh, from a money standpoint, it's now going to be tough. We can't be going out to, to dinners and lunches. I'm hoping to cash in on some friends for that, <laughs> hoping to cash in on some of those free meals. We're all pretty equal. Uh, and it was never, it was never an actual, you know, like we're never keeping score, um, for sure. But, um, I'm hoping that, Maybe I get that message of like, hey, you want to go to dinner? Man, kind of tight on cash. Don't worry, we got it. That That's going to be nice. Um, so I'll cash in on at least two or three of those um, and bring the kid along with us. But it's going to be different. And that realization that it really is going to be different has come in waves. Uh, very, very small waves. You know, I, I, I like to think that um, that's kind of the, the best ways that, that the best things happen is in those small kind of iterations like obviously you can take big jumps and um, you can have large realizations at once but it's the the way to make big change in your in your mindset in your reality um, is those small little incremental steps like okay this is going to be a little bit different okay this is going to be a little bit different okay this is going to be a little bit different Uh, and it's just it's kind of like slow drops of of water like eroding away at a rock or something like um instead of just you know when the baby shows up crying just taking and smashing the rock to to pieces you know um which happens in it and i'm sure that's good for a lot of guys you know uh, the one thing that I, I do worry about is i'm not just an incredibly emotional person i'm really not um it makes kind of empathy hard for me um i have a decent emotional like iq i guess you call it eq whatever um you know, I have, Jonah tells me I have a decent, um, EQ and I think that's kind of right, but it's always from like a social standpoint. It's always from like a, it's from a sociology standpoint of like trying to understand the the current social situation in the room. Um, I'm not a very emotional person, especially, let me put it this way. Um, I think people that say that they like don't have any emotions, I think they're full of shit mostly, but, um, it's more like, uh, I don't always value those emotional moments the best. Obviously I have emotions like any, again, anybody tells you like, I just don't have emotions or, um, you know, hearts just, you know, stone, stone cold, you know, um, they're just, they think more of themselves than what they should. Uh, for some reason they find value in not having emotions. I have emotions. It's just hard for me to like capture and, and truly value those emotional moments. So I do wonder if I'm, kind of robbing myself of that great story of like, bro, when this baby came in, you know, came into the world, it was the absolute uh, biggest day of my life. And, and 
I'm sure it will be that for me, but you, you hear some of the guys talk about this and it, it really is awesome to like hear them say that and to hear them talk about it. Um, and how they just had that all of a sudden realization that everything's going to be different. I do worry that maybe I'm robbing myself of that, but I also think that being prepared is good too. So we'll see how it goes, but yeah, it, it full disclosure, it, it's come in waves. And I talked about this with a buddy earlier today. Um, it's come in waves. Uh, there has, there have been some tough realizations over the past couple of weeks of like, especially, you know, money wise and, and stuff like that. But, um, really, and, and if I could recommend to anybody, just go with it. I mean, just, just go with it. Um, a lot of people, I'm a very structured person and I like to plan and I like to think ahead and I like to think, uh, you know, about different scenarios and different situations. Like I just talked about, uh, I'm very much a, a preparation guy, especially, you know, thought planning and planning for different scenarios. I'm a preparation guy. Um, but sometimes you just got to go with it and accept the fact that there are going to be, there are going to be changes and whatever the case you're going to, you're going to push through and, um, whatever the case you're going to push through, uh, that no matter what happens, it, the situation is going to be the situation and you're going to make the best of it. Uh, having a positive attitude has helped me out a lot. Um, one of the biggest changes that I've made over the past three years or so, three, four years, uh, has been the transformation from kind of a, a pessimistic or uh, doubting attitude or a constantly negative attitude uh, to a more positive outlook on life. Um, that that's I could solely attribute that to a number of different people and you know God and Christ, of course. But um, it's probably been one of the biggest changes of my life. Of like, you know, the social scene is it going to suck? Suck is the wrong word. Am I going to miss the the social freedom and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm probably going to miss it uh, until, you know, the kids are out of the house and we get that freedom back and we're all 60 and millionaires um, or, you know, 50 and millionaires. Yeah, it's, it's I'll, I'll miss it um, until then, but I know it's going to come back. I know that uh, eventually, you know, we'll be, like I said, uh, have kids out of the house and be millionaires and be able to pick up and go do whatever we want again. Um you know, to an extent we'll have grandkids and that'll all be fun. Uh, but it's not that we're going to have anything better or worse. It's that we're going to have something different. Uh, and probably we're going to have something better. Like eventually that would have become very unfulfilling, uh, just hanging out at everybody's house, you know, um, all the time. Like eventually that would become very unfulfilling to not have children and to not be doing the things that, that our friends are doing. You know, our friends are going to have kids. Some of them were beating to the punch. Some of them were behind. And that's kind of the wrong phrasing. I mean, everybody has their own timing. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but some of them were have had kids before us. Some of them have had kids after us. There's a lot of them that are having kids exactly right now that I'm sure we'll be lifelong friends with. Um, so it's not better. It's not worse. It's different. Be thankful for what you've got. Be thankful for what you had. Uh, be thankful for the improvements that you were able to make. Uh, be thankful for... Uh, all the time that you got to spend and know that tomorrow is going to be uh, something not necessarily better, not necessarily worse. Uh, you can make it better if you want, but uh, know that uh, tomorrow you're going to get through it and uh, and it'll be a different experience and be grateful for that experience as well. Um, 
So that attitude shift has really helped me a lot. And so I know I'm talking a lot, but in, in, in the spirit of full honesty, if I'm going to make wild claims, like I don't think it's going to be as bad as y'all all say it is on something as like having a kid and being overwhelmed and all of that stuff. If I'm going to make that claim, I need to be extremely honest uh, when I'm assessing my myself in that claim. And I hope that it gives you a little bit of hope. Um, I hope if you're scared about having a kid and I talk about this and um, it gives you a little bit of hope, or at the very least, you know that those people are right. You know, like if, if, if I doubt them and then I come back and I say, bro, this was the biggest life changing thing in the world. I can't, can't even believe, you know, I was, I was so unprepared. I was so not ready. Uh, the, the being tired was just so tough, yada, yada, yada. Uh, at the very least, you'll know that they're telling the truth and you'll be more prepared for that. And hopefully, um, you know, hopefully it won't hit you as hard. So, uh, that's my goal with being completely honest about this and kind of doubting what they have to say. Um, and the other thing is like, I, I, I think if I go in with the mindset that it's not going to be that bad, then it's not going to be that bad. Um, if I go in with the mindset that the sleep is not going to be that big of an issue, then the sleep is not going to be that big of an issue. Um, so that's that's my headspace right now. It is getting a little bit more real. Uh, there is kind of this impending clock that is ticking now. Um, you know, it seems so far off when it was when it was nine months away, and now it is definitely getting closer. That realization of things are going to change uh, sooner rather than later uh, is is coming in waves, but it's a good thing, and I'm looking forward to it. So. That's all I've got for baby update. Um, the topic I wanted to talk about today is Valentine's Day um, because it is Valentine's Day. But um, I saw an interesting like post, and I won't say who it was because it's not worth it. Uh, but uh, and eventually, I might like to have him on a podcast one day, so I don't. Uh, sorry, I don't want to say something that could potentially be derogatory um that could be taken in a derogatory fashion i don't think it is but i just have a simple disagreement um i've seen a lot of guys that uh have tried to like claim like they're teaching some sort of marriage lesson uh so this is this is beside the point uh and and i do this a little bit too i would be ignorant to say that i didn't but anybody who like talks about just anything and states it from like an assertive point of view um be weary of and what i mean is like you know i've said for i've said for a long time this is this is gonna go this is gonna go off track but i'll bring it back when we get to what he said um i said for a long time i'm not gonna be a diet coach i'm not going to help people lose weight i'm not going to um be some sort of fitness coach it's out of my realm there's no way that I can claim expertise in the matter and it would be disingenuous. My thing is marriage and purpose. And inside of that, we talk a lot about these things, but I always cite my sources. Um, I do consider myself uh, not necessarily an expert in marriage. That would be the wrong word. I think that uh, I learn quickly in marriage and I'm constantly learning. And I think that D. Ellen and I naturally have done it well. Um, and so I consider myself qualified to talk about it. Um, and, you know, in the spirit of, of honesty, I think that even uh, my failures and flaws in marriage, if I'm open and honest with him, it's still beneficial, which is why I talk about it. Uh, but when people like really hard step out of their realm of expertise, um, it just makes me really question what they have to say about it. So for example, uh, if you are 
uh, a long time combat veteran and your thing now is like teaching gun stuff. Um, you teach gun stuff for a living, which I think is awesome. And I think that you can have um, a lot of good input on things. As a matter of fact, a lot of the people that I have on the podcast, uh, they talk about their, their thing is gun stuff and they have really, really good commentary on marriage and stuff and things and life. You can look at the OTG podcast, uh, Forrest Cooper with Redacted, um, Luke Brown with Mod Light, uh, all of these people that do gun stuff. But my point here is that you should always look at their, uh, look at what their actual area of expertise is and take it with a grain of salt and ask questions about what they're presenting information on. Um, and it just, to me, it's always weird when somebody tries. So it's, it's different if you're asked, but when somebody tries to offer like information way out of line of their expertise, it's valid. I've always been a fan of unsolicited advice. You should look at it and you should take it. It's just funny. I don't know what I'm trying to say here because I'm undercutting a lot of a lot of things that I've said in the past about like unsolicited advice. You should still listen to it. Um, it's just odd. And you can tell when some people are like trying too hard to make a point. And that's really the problem here is when somebody like tries too hard to make a point outside their area of expertise, it's just kind of cringy. Um, I may have done this. I'm not doubting that I haven't done this. You could pull up episodes and say, well, you've said this about this, this and this. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but we can all agree, even if you think I've done it, uh, it's cringy. And so that brings me to what actually happened where there was a, uh, a gun guy. And at the very least, you should take it with a grain of salt and assess if it's correct. Unsolicited advice is good. It's a good thing. Um, even if it comes from somebody that's not an an expert in the area, but you should take it with a heavy grain of salt and you should make sure that they know what they're talking about. Anyway, um, I saw an Instagram post of this gun guy. Uh, he does excellent training. Um, he's tried to be a politician before is kind of weird, but, uh, he basically says, I think he put on there. I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but he said, if your woman thinks that today is special, um, that means you've been messing up for 364 days out of the year. Like if your woman thinks that today is anything special, you've been messing up for 364 days out of the year. And I read that and I'm just like, huh? Like that, that doesn't really check out. And I know what he's trying to say. He's trying to say that like, Oh, Valentine's day. If this is the only day that you dote on your wife or that you buy, you know, buy gifts for your wife, just for, for buying gifts for your wife or taking her out on a nice date. Uh, if this is the only day that you do that, well, then you're messing up 365 days out of the year. I, I get what he's saying, but it's just like, come on, man. Like, let people enjoy Valentine's Day. Um, and that brings me to my point is that Valentine's Day is important. I think that holidays and stuff like this are important. I mean, you you could say the same thing that, um, you know, if if Jesus thinks that the, if the only, like, if the only day that you really think is special uh, in it, as a, as a Christian, if the only day that you really think is special is Easter and Christmas, you're just messing up, you know, uh, 363 days out of the year. And it's like, I mean, valid, but, you know, okay, but not necessarily. Those those things are still special for a reason. Like, the, those acts are still special for a reason. And I guarantee you that he did something with his wife this evening. Uh, and I guarantee you that it was something above and beyond what he typically does on a regular Wednesday night. Um, so 
my point here is that uh, Valentine's days are special. Birthdays are special. Uh, and it's it's okay to go above and beyond on those days. You know, I'm an everyday kind of person. I'm, I'm a person that says that marriage is an everyday thing. You should go, uh, you should treat every day the same. And I've said this multiple, multiple times before that um, you really should try your best in your marriage every single day. Uh, but it's different. It's Valentine's Day. So you go even extra above and beyond. The whole focus of the day is the love of, of your wife. We're not thinking about anything else, uh, or at the very least in the evening. Um, you're going to go out to a nice dinner, which I'm sure you do occasionally as well. Um, but it, the idea is is to is to be special. Like, like the idea is to have that special love with one another. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I, I don't, I don't know why this kind of stuck. I don't, I don't know why this stuck with me all day. Um, cause he posted it very early in the morning, but it just has, because it's like, man, I, I don't really agree with that. And you could say that, you know, maybe I'm, uh, convicted by the fact that we don't go, but I mean, I do an hour date with the Ellen, uh, every single day this week. That was something that I actually committed uh, on the podcast to doing, uh, not every day this week, but every week, uh, we go on at least an hour date or we have, you know, dinner at the house for at least an hour, um, every single week. So, I mean, we're still quote unquote dating, but I don't know, man, it's special. It is special. Um, and, and it's worth it. You should do something for your wife on Valentine's day. Um, these guys that treat it like it's not that big of a deal. I think that's just as bad. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is what it is, but this is a special day, uh, to enjoy with your, uh, with your wife and, and to give her special attention. And, and that is good. Uh, I don't know the history behind Valentine's day. Uh, I know it's like wrapped up in some massacre. I don't, I don't understand. I don't really care. Uh, it, I don't even think it's a religious Valentine. I don't, I don't think it's a religious holiday. Um, it might be, I don't know who cares. Uh, but it is important. It's important. And don't let people like that uh, sway you from from going above and beyond on Valentine's Day. And their point is that you should be doing that every day. Um, Well, then nothing is going to be special. Like, I'm a big fan of raising the standard. But once you've already raised the standard, let's say that you do, you know, flower and flowers and flower, bring her a a bag of flour. Uh, Let's say you do flowers and dinner. Uh, every single night of the week or, you know, three nights, a, three nights a week. And so this Valentine's Day stuff uh, just isn't worth it anymore. I, I think that it's or the Valentine's Day stuff just isn't that impressive anymore. And so it's it's not that important, I guess, is his point. Uh, if you're going above and beyond. Well, no, set the bar higher. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm a big fan of of setting the bar high and, and uh, achieving new standards. But to me, Valentine's Day is like a mark of of let's set the bar a little bit higher, or at the very least, let's be intentional about this special time that we have together. Um, I think it's a good thing, and I think that people that make comments like that don't exactly either know what they're talking about, or they just want to say something to say something, and it's kind of weird to me. So, speaking of that, uh, I've talked for about 30 minutes, mostly baby update stuff, but uh, go enjoy Valentine's Day. Treat holidays for what they are. It's a special day of focus on a certain thing to where you do certain things for, uh, you do certain actions, um, you have certain habits for certain people uh, on certain days out of the year. And it's all about the intentionality of the matter. And yeah, you should be dating your wife regularly. You should, uh, 
you should go on dates. You should put a lot into your marriage. Nobody's as big a fan of that as I am. Uh, but if you're already doing that, then make this day even more special. Uh, if she thinks this day is special, that doesn't mean you're messing up 364 days out of the year. That means you made her feel special, and that's good. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, you know, uh, unsolicited advice is worth what you pay for it, and hopefully it's free. So, all right, guys, I will holler at y'all later. I'll see you this Sunday for uh, the Sunday series of the Purpose Podcast. Thanks.